Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Helm to Tower podcast. We're back. That's right. It's been a couple weeks since our last episode, um, but we're here. Hi, Mike Burgess. Hello. And my co-host here, Ari O'Neill. Hello, hello. We're here to talk Destiny 2, because it's because it's been a little bit. Um, we just I think I, I had stuff going on in my life that made it tough to record an episode recently, and then also we had a bunch of Nintendo news for our other main podcast that we do on our main Rational Passions channel. Um, we recorded a trip to Nintendo Land when we usually record this episode, so we've just been been away. And you know, it's not that um, you know, I think I think there has been stuff going on in Destiny, especially this week in particular. It's been the uh the now dubbed the craftening happened, um, as mm-hmm. by people who follow the game closely uh and all know, uh, with having your insane crafted weapons with shotgun rolls and other things and man, this we'll, we'll get into all that. They 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 kind of gave us the, a breakdown of how that all happened in one of the, the TWABs recently, so we'll talk about that. Um, and now, unfortunately, um, as I learned today, playing some or attempting to play some raiding, the DDoSing of this game is pretty brutal. Um, and it's kind of, you know, they usually have said outright they don't really talk about it when this stuff happens, but they called it out earlier this week um, because of all the other crazy things that were happening in the game. Um, and it still is, as of right now, ongoing. And it made it, made it like kind of near impossible even to just do a, a full raid run with my group. Uh, which is pretty unfortunate. Um, but you know, I've, I, I will say uh, outside of all of that, um, for, for Destiny 2, I've, I guess not, it's not been on my mind as much. Also, admittedly, I'm just not playing it a lot. Um, just cause there's so many other kind of games to play right now and things, things to, things to check out. I've been, um, ready to jump into Cyberpunk, uh, 2077 finally, um, after apparently they've made the video game good for what I'm hearing. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna play some of that finally, so that'll be fun. Um, but other than that, like yeah, as it comes to Destiny, it's just been I log in and kind of do some some of the story stuff um, these past two weeks, and then I've kind of just been I just kind of hop out and do some other things unless you know my clan wants to do a raid or something, or you know I, I did jump in and do some silliness with uh, some friends to do the the, the crafting uh, shenanigans when that was going down. But um, we did I've, a credit run during that. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. So yeah, there was definitely a little bit of playing these past two weeks, but it's, I would say it's more so that's just like, it's not been at the front of my mind as it sometimes it can be when there's a lot of things going on with it. Cause you know, it's, you know, it's still the middle of the season. So it's like another, a lot of crazy, crazy stuff's going on. It's more just like, it's kind of in the, it's, it's cycle that destiny gets into. Um, so I've been using that time to just, you know, play other stuff and brace for this month of October. That's near upon us. That will just have a dump truck of games that I very much am excited for to, to play. Um, but yeah, um, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with destiny at the moment. So I'm curious, Ari, how much you've been playing and what you've been getting into and in destiny at all. If, if at all, uh, I'm playing more. I'm usually jumping in twice a week, like season of <laughs> deep era once a week, maybe just to get the story and, and go visit Neomuna to listen to some audio logs and then <laughs> leave. Um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely like more inclined to play. Like, I, there's more things I want to do. I've been working on my crafted weapons for Neo Muna, the, the kind of like weekly story mission there. I uh, got iterative loop crafted, very good. Really like it. The compulsive reloader plus yeah. shot is very fun. Uh, yeah, it's a jolting machine. Um, and working on my season of deep 
uh, crafted pins, just like grabbing one every week, trying to remember to grab one. I think I just have the hand cannon left for that set, which is good. Uh, and I'll tell you though, when they had to disable crafting weapon perks, basically all perks on all crafted weapons for a little bit, uh, yeah. having almost exclusively crafted weapons made. That yeah, really, yeah, definitely. Definitely makes you realize like how much they've they be, they have become pretty core to the game, and just because the amount that there are, yeah, definitely I've noticed that too in playing. It's like, oh boy, I can't, I can't just use this callus mini tool. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, that was definitely that was definitely that was definitely uh, rough when they when the the crafting uh, shenanigans were afoot, or or they were trying to like shut it down more or less. <laughs> it did get me to break out some of those kind of more unique weapons, like the see the the last dungeon that goes to the deep smg because not a, a non-crafted solar smg within incandescent so yeah okay i can try this out a little bit um, right try out some builds that was fun but yeah i, I i've mostly been doing sabbath inspire not necessarily doing a lot of the altars of summoning Although yeah. I did do a, a lot of that this week, and I did not have a good time. Yeah, I, I was I was actually going to mention that as well because I think I think this particularly this week's story asked, asked you to do a bunch of it, right? I think yes. that's what it was. Where I was like, do five rounds of it, and I was like, okay, sure, I'll go do that. And then you do that, and then you kind of realize it's like, oh man, this is like not fun with like random people and like no yeah. real kind of communication or haphazardly just kind of doing stuff because maybe they don't fully understand it or maybe they just kind of are like not caring and just kind of like trying to like blaze through it or, or like, you know, not thinking, thinking they can just breeze through these things, but then, you know, not having teammates who are comparable are like equipped to like take on these things. And I definitely had, I've had similar, not, not just with this week, but like other times I played as well, where it's like, it feels like I, I like intentionally, if I know I'm going into that, will like rush down the, the the things to like when you have yeah. to like put in a thing it's like I'm putting tier two in right now because I've God forbid somebody puts in a tier three if they do I'm leaving. <laughs> That's like yeah. what it's come to because like when people try and put tier three in it like it never goes. It, it never, never goes, goes well. it never goes well. People just like aren't prepared and they like think they can just kind of cruise through it. And like it does still kind of progress you some to that, but it's like it's at the same time it's fun it's not fun yeah to just sit there and just like die for like five minutes when you can probably still just spend that five times just doing the encounter or doing faster because it's a tier two and like you know god forbid it takes like you know one extra little set of things to like finish that but it's still probably roughly the same amount of time to just do tier twos to like finish out a thing and then just to try and do tier threes for people over and over again I'd rather spend two and a half minutes of my allotted four minutes slaying out at the very least than four yeah. minutes of dying for very little progress. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically what happened to me is what you're describing. I had the the classic, somebody shows up and puts in a tier three and then quits. Um, fuck yep. those people. If you're one of those people, <laughs> yeah. I will find you and I will destroy you. Um, you got the people that put in a tier three and then sit off to the side and just shoot um curse thrall for four minutes i don't even know how you do that for four whole minutes yeah Uh, yeah definitely like had both gamuts of experience where i was with a group and they kept putting in things that were either tier three or i would get there and put in tier two and they just wouldn't they'd be like doing other both of them just like 
shooting things on the sides. I'm like, there's mechanics we have to do here, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's like, it's like, it's like the like the good and bad of that too. Because like, I know there's like secret stuff you can find in those in those things. Like, I know there's like cards that are like hidden around, and like the, you can find those. So I think like people like are aware of like the fact they're like secret things, or like there's like sometimes like bonus round things that I've had pop up. I don't know if you've seen any of those yes. pop up. Where it's I like, had my first one this week happen. Yeah, yeah, where like I had like a freaking tormentor like show up in one of the rounds, and you're just like, oh, this dude just here. What the hell? And that's 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 cool. Um, so like that stuff is that stuff's like neat, but then it's just yeah, it's just when you when you have this scenario again where it's like. I'm I'm all for them adding more ways to like get more groups of people together to play this game or like communicate in this. But like if you're if I'm going into like a just like a random completely random match made thing, like I'm not gonna get on comms for this game. I'm not gonna get in like text chat for this thing. I play on PS5 predominantly. Like it's just not gonna happen. So like trying to like make these like now with this and like deep as I feel like they're trying to like make these like a slightly more complicated thing at least to like teach people but they're just people who are never gonna who are never just gonna like you know want to deal with that stuff and but still will try and like load into these things or like you know not either not not some of it just could be either not understanding some of them just being like they just kind of don't care enough and like they just yeah. like they kind of show up for the story stuff and that's fine and then but they don't want to like you know learn mechanics or do things or do whatever they just want to shoot some stuff and like if i definitely have seen that plenty throughout the throughout the different things in this game so like it can be a little frustrating when then like especially when you get to these points in the season where it's like you know like some of like the more hardcore people who like just blast through everything in the first few weeks that you might get in those first early weeks of jumping and stuff are now just kind of like doing their own thing and probably not really caring about this stuff so now you just have kind of like stragglers who are just like randomly hopping in whenever they can to do stuff it's always it's just like you know i, I think the ultimate point for my ramble there was just like the getting met can random matchmaking and this is just for any game can just be a complete crapshoot the people you can get so like when you have these more complex things um it's just you're always gonna get people who don't know what they're doing or messing up or you know just not understanding things or just being or just being lazy because <laughs> they just yeah. want to not not participate in these things so it could be a frustrating experience um so i i yeah i don't plan on doing much alters for the most of this season unless there is like yeah they introduce something later down the season that like maybe it gives you a reason to do that more like you know maybe they open up some extra extra secret thing but considering this this week we got that in baru engine like sequence mm-hmm. thing uh, which is like a little hidden like puzzle like room. I feel like we not 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 get too much more stuff in the altars, but more so just in that engine room thing potentially. I don't know how that how that's gonna work, but um, it yeah. was it was a cool thing that that showed up this week with the little yeah the little kind of crazy uh, MC Escher puzzle room of Savathun's like Throne World Castle stuff. I love you, a good puzzle room. Yeah, and there's like you know chest littered like chest appear all around that room and then you have to like see the symbols that match the chests and figure out which ones are the right ones to open or not um to complete it so yeah that was that was a cool little bit um and kind of their setup for that of like oh she was like messing with stuff and the whole you know seeing more of her secrets and things like that and uh stuff it's still still been pretty good so far something that isn't murder to feed the sword logic basically yeah on the narrative context literal trickery distilled it's very interesting yeah 
very interesting for sure um i topped off my my altars of summoning runs with a group that was excellent of course nice like you Good. said it's always a crapshoot and i ended with a group that was like absolutely full of slayers loved it excellent um nice but yeah i mean, I mean i'm not above like i'm totally happy to lfg a couple of people and and just do do some runs with an lfg group i did my first uh legendary sabbath inspire this week nice cool uh, which was cool you know just lfg'd into a group had a good time um just working on a bunch of stuff i, I did more seasonal challenges uh i mean i'm in a similar boat we talked about it last episode of like i really just want to get those raid weapons crafted uh, yeah i don't know when uh rid of nightmares is up on rotation um good question how much i'm not sure yeah probably i'm not sure which one's up this week to be honest so i don't i don't know but but yeah um i yeah i I still want to um figure out crafting stuff too because i still need to get weapons from crota itself Mm -hmm. but you know it's been just tricky to get runs in especially you know this week with unfortunately with all the 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 connection errors and issues that have arisen because of all this like i said i Attempted a run today with my literally right before recording this like a couple hours like tried to run with my clan um, went went okay ish up until the uh, end of literally we were ending the second encounter we had everybody across the bridge all six people um, and then people just got aired out and people got uh, bee bead or bead or uh, errors or whis- weasel errors and some people just went into orbit some people got like booted out of the game entirely then had to sit in the queue and load back in and then we got everybody once we got everybody back in we were able to get through that oh i, I forgot to mention that when we once we did that part um we, we we finally um you know our group at least were having trouble getting that that second secret chest that you have to like rush to get through and we finally figured out like a, a good strat to do it where it's just like get a whole bunch of people enlightened and instead just have like the one like one person just like rush through all of it like but basically they can just like rush to it and like, like run past everything with enlightened and just get going to the room immediately and just wait in the room. And then everybody else can just move forward. And then once you dunk it, the door just opens. Um, oh. but we did that <laughs> and there, the chest didn't spawn. <laughs> oh, great. So I don't know. So it was one of those things where maybe because we, we did, we, we, we did it that way. It bugged it out or either or just because all the weird connection errors because when we got kicked from that encounter that also screwed up doing the the red border chest as well um but none of that even mattered because by the time we got to crota we were just constantly getting aired out constantly to the point where like we weren't even able to finish the raid people just kind of got fed up after doing it for like a solid hour because it'd just be like a, so many snares where it'd be like oh we're okay we're doing it and then it starts and then we're running around and it's going fine we're passing buffs got swords all right let's start dps and then we'll start doing dps and right as we start doing dps people are getting connecting destiny server errors are getting kicked or we'd finish dps and then go to start again and then we'd get kicked and then it's just it's just a constant like you know we could kind of get started a little bit or get kicked or get kicked right away and just it, it was either like one or two people this time and then another two people the other time and just, it was just happening so constantly it just it was impossible to to even just raid so it was, it was definitely unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, um, I like it's all going down. So I didn't run into too many issues. I tried to play Tuesday, right, to play the story mission, and I mm-hmm. I couldn't. I just kept getting DC'd from any place that Jeez. I went to. Um, 
and then I was able to get through Wednesday. And Wednesday I, during the afternoon, totally fine. Uh, and I played a little bit more on Thursday of like checking some boxes. And I had some stuff toward the end of that session also in the afternoon. Yeah. It was not great. Yeah. It definitely seems pretty just sporadic because like I, because yeah. like it seems like sometimes it happens. Like I, we another group said they were our group in the Discord said, yeah, we read last night and it was fine. And then I had some of my clan who was like, yeah, I was, I was on it like, you know, super late, like, like PST hours and I was fine. Like I, I did a bunch of trials and then they had no issues. And I was like, well, okay, we'll see what happens. And then of course, yeah, it just, just got, Mass amounts of disconnects and just nothing you could do about it. So uh, unfortunate, yeah. but it's like one of the it's like one of those weird things where it's just always like, well, yeah, it's a good thing all these video games are coming out. So you know, yeah. see maybe see you later in a couple of weeks, Destiny, and see how it goes. Yeah, that's kind of just will, like, what the reality is at the moment. <laughs> totally, and and you know, we had the the crafting last week. Yeah, yep, which which was super fun. But just, it was like a kind of thing of like, all right, I, I think I'm just not going to play that much Destiny this weekend because I kind of yeah. know what things are going to be like. Don't want to don't, don't want to play PvP, <laughs> especially. Yeah, I, can't, I can't do PvP. Uh, I don't want to play Trials. Period. So, um, yeah. <laughs> and Igneous Hammer be damned. Uh, and and let, it's like okay, you know, we did the raid, we did a Crota run with some busted ass weapons. Yeah, that was that time. was pretty fun seeing somebody uh, get. 10 over 10 million damage was pretty amazing shout out yeah. cam, cam has been on the podcast before raided with us for that one and he had well, the I, first time i had ever had, played destiny with cam yeah same yeah same funny. yeah yeah and it was, <laughs> we had he had a i think he had a fusion with like the slug shotgun stuff on it so yeah, the, it was the aramite uh fusion from the season yeah and like so basically yeah i guess we yeah circle back just to explain the whole crafting thing if you if yeah. you know for people who maybe just didn't know about it but basically what happened was there was a bug where people were able to basically take a take a craftable weapon in the game and and swap and like swap around the menus um as i think it's easier to do on pc all the people figured it out on like how to do it on ps5 as well yeah. uh, but basically you're able to like kind of almost hot swap through some of the menus so that you can make it so you can put basically if you had a fusion rifle you could put the aggressive frame, like arc, or like shotgun archetype, or an archetype of like a grenade launcher or something, onto the fusion. So you essentially would be shoot like it would shoot like a fusion rifle, but it'd be shooting out like a grenade or like a shotgun burst, um, and it would have those components on it. So like it just kind of made absolutely absurd absurd weapons run amok, and it was you know it's a it was a pretty big you know glitched or you know exploit to be found so they were definitely not able to like fix that quickly or like you know they would either have to like they would have had to like you know shut down the entire game or like shut down all crafted weapons period entirely and like that's not a simple thing to do either so they basically just kind of left it on over that weekend so people could just get into shenanigans that you know that had mixed mixed reactions i would say like overall personally for me i think understandably you know. Overall, for me, it's like I don't, I don't give it. You know, I don't really give a fuck about PvP sanctity or competitiveness. Yeah. Like that's never been a thing in this game, in my opinion. If you want my hot take, I guess maybe there probably people that would definitely disagree with me, but I think I, I have never really viewed PvP in the, in this game as that way. Um, <clears throat> so like people just having like fucked up crazy stuff and just like blasting through stuff, whatever. Like I totally, I will say, like I, 
I didn't make any myself, but I did a on top of that a raid run. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember in our Discord group and a number uh, and a number another guy went through um, the GM of that week because it was Warden. They made Warden's Law the the new hand ca- or the updated hand cannon. The adept version of that was up for the week. Um, mm-hmm. So and it was uh, the the Battlegrounds Europa the heist Battlegrounds Europa GM. Uh, and we did that to to get some rolls. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that was, that was actually, it was pretty, pretty crazy to watch. Like somebody have a cataclysmic, cataclysmic linear fusion rifle with a shotgun spread blasting out of it <laughs> and just yeah. s- seeing it just one shot eviscerate, um, an anti-barrier champ- champion to the point where it doesn't even, it, it doesn't even react to it because it doesn't even know it's been murdered already. So it'll just like, it'll literally just be like blasted. It's all its health gone. And then it'll just start putting up and they'll put up a barrier and sit there for a second and just go, Bleh! and it'll just like fall <laughs> over and die. And it's just like, what in the world is happening? This is just insanity. Seeing them shoot, um, a non-stunned, unstoppable champion just one shot it and just. Just obliterate it, <laughs> you yeah. know. Just like it's, it was, it was d- insanity, but it was, it was entertaining and it was, and just ridiculous. And I got a pretty good uh, Warden's Law roll out of it. So hey, you know, it is what it I is. Love- it's gone now. Um, we'll we'll yes. get once we get to the twabs. There, there's a pretty good breakdown in this this most recent weeks of like what all went down and kind of how they tried to like solve some of the the, the issues with that and. What their what their kind of thought process was for that, which is really uh, interesting insights uh, for that stuff. So we'll definitely talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just I loved as the weekend went on because I guess like some people may have known about this for months. You know, this is yeah. Like, apparently, it's, apparently it has been a thing for a while and just was never really. I don't know what suddenly made it like a fully publicly crossed thing. That people just blew it, out, yeah. By cheese, yeah. By cheese forever. Put out a vid- some YouTube video, mm-hmm. finally figured it out, or somebody tipped him, t- tipped him on it, and then he put out a thing, and then it spread like wildfire. Yeah, yeah. I like. I love how it escalated from like, oh, here's an the Amit, which is just popular this season because the auto rifles are doing really well in PvP. Yeah, let's put a shotgun spread on that, so it shoots like a sh- rapid fire shotgun, basically. Yep, uh, with infinite ammo and does very <laughs> big damage, which is great. I love that. And then it escalated to like, all right, but what if we put an E Reg on a glaive? Yeah, like just got more and more, just got more and more insane. Seeing seeing people yeah. put like a grenade launcher on the Amit as well, and just yeah. watching it like it didn't even like sh- it Drop just grenades. it just doesn't even shoot them like at a distance. They just kind of like plop out, and it was this is very entertaining to look at um, and see. Uh, yeah, fusion rifles like shooting out grenade launcher shots. Like, yeah, it was just. It's awesome. yeah, definitely. I recommend if like you somehow did not see any of that stuff, I'd go look at clips at some of the go look at clips. insane like things like people created from that thing, and like that's just it's uh, one of those things. It was, like, it was madness. It was definitely bad enough. Like when it started happening, I'm like, oh, there's definitely gonna be a rollback. Like I know because right. really just trying to fathom how they're gonna undo this. Yeah, uh, they found it a way. Shout out to Bungie. Well, here's my thing. Like, we'll get into it. Obviously, with the technical things, like the, they went so far out of their way to preserve your fucking level 112 Mita mini tool, that, <laughs> <laughs> and they did it for you. Like, they get yeah. one freebie from me. They get they've they've been very good lately. They get one fuck up. <laughs> right? <from> yeah, <laughs> that's where yeah. they're at with with how much work they put into like not ruining this. Yeah, uh, and, and you know, they came out and were like, hey. It's there's not nothing that we're gonna do. We're not gonna do a rollback. 
um, mm-hmm. just have fun, you know, for the weekend. And yeah, some people just, were upset about just, that. Yeah, some people were, were, were yeah, the PvP sanctity. Ugh, they're like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, who cares? Uh, oh, my, <laughs> my, my raid title. It's not legitimate yeah. because you could have gotten it that one yeah, weekend. Yeah, like, whatever, man. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, like, who cares? It's like, everybody needs to just chill. Like, yeah. you still have to play the game to get those things. And yep. Whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's, it's, it's one of those things, like, when we were in it, it's like, this is clearly unintended and yeah. will be fixed so it's like just have fun yeah Whatever. just have fun enjoy it enjoy it i'm sure we'll get some silly emblem in a few in a few weeks or something <laughs> to commemorate it because it, it was that because it's yeah because there's been stuff like that in destiny before where like i think like the, the most one that came up again was like the laser tag weekend mm-hmm. uh years ago which i think that was like that was like the start of d2 that was uh, C- Osiris, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas Osiris, and yeah, like Polaris, Polaris, not Polaris Lance, but uh, Promethean Lens. The the, mm-hmm. the solar trace rifle just like came out super OP, so you could literally like insta insta obliterate people in PvP with it, and they couldn't fix it right away, so they just had a whole weekend with that. And there's like an emblem to commemorate that, and of course like Telesto, Telesto memes uh, was memed on for so long, it was broken as heck. Um, they made an emblem for that. So I'm sure like, you know, there's been stuff like this before in destiny history. And it's always just like, I think it's, I personally think it's always just like fun and why not? Just, it is what it is. Destiny has so much shit going on in it at all, all times, always. Yeah. And like, they, I can't, yeah, I can't fathom them being able to always catch everything. And that just happens. Like sometimes it can turn into bugs or exploits and things that, you know, are, that are, you know, things that people like a lot and they take them away and it upsets people or things that are, you know, you know, thought were intended, but were not intended. And they roll stuff back and people get butthurt about, you know, oh, this new, oh, this, they made this thing harder or easier to get or like, oh, they should have made, let me get this because I didn't get it, whatever. A few bungee taking the fun out of the game when it's like, whatever, man, like it. Just, yeah, it's just, it, what it is what it is. Deep, it ain't that Maru would say. It ain't that deep, and like especially with something like, and then like this on top of it, where it's just like it's just simple fun, and they they did they did the right like I guess whatever the right thing, whatever you want to say, and not rolled back stuff because um, people like you know ended up making a, a ton more crafted weapons than they probably did, and I think they like I think there was like some ast- astronomical like percentage of people who used amets that weekend if you like looked up like trials reports and stuff <laughs> that's awesome so yeah it's very very funny um and yeah i know it sucks in like the competitive parts of the game like that's fair and it's like oh well you know i was gonna run trials this weekend i guess i'm just not gonna run because yeah. i don't want to deal with this i get it um i don't think people need to get upset about like triumphs and yeah earning triumphs or shit weapons yeah like yeah. i'm sure i'm sure the the fun police would come after me for using solo operative to solo all the dungeons when during yeah. that one season yeah. it was available yeah and I'm i sure don't care yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i'm sure there's, there's those same people are going to make that same comment of like you you didn't do it you didn't do it the real way because you used yeah. that mod even though they made the mod in the game to use in the game Ugh. like yeah, whatever man it's, it's fine yeah uh i will say i loading up while we're recording this podcast in real time i was like loading up the links we had for it and i didn't realize that bungie's website was also getting ddosed and and i don't know so it's like oh yeah Uh that's unfortunate it loaded eventually but yeah i was gonna say i luckily i guess i loaded them before that oh yeah i see the service alert icon like on the bottom of my of my things i'm on i'm on the pages and gonna have everything up so i got i got them up now but it's like you get the can't connect to host uh screen yeah man that's 
Yeah. Whoever's doing this needs to chill, y'all. Yeah, it's gonna say about the craft. I mean, you need to find some help. Yeah, because it did it did happen a little bit after that, so like it's you can make assumptions that it's maybe that, but who knows what it ultimately is. It's just I think it's just some person just kind of being shitty for shitty sake and like you know, I don't know if I I I feel like, you know, seeing Bundy's track record of going after cheaters and other um hacking companies and exploit companies, like I feel like if you have you have to have a lot of balls to like do something like this and think you're gonna get away scot free with it, like I think they're gonna track down this person and they're gonna owe Bungie a lot of money, uh, you know, in the coming in the coming weeks or months here. So good, good, you know, you know, going going down with the ship, whoever the hell you are, you're whatever, like you're a terrible human being so whatever you're ruining fun for no reason more yeah than likely, so. or probably some stupid very arbitrary reason um but let's get into the uh the the, the twabs that we that we uh missed over the two because there wasn't so, a lot of news um in these two the two most recent twabs yeah. um biggest one here which I'll, I'll get into the details of is your legendary shards are being taken away from you you sick afk farming off talk about ex- talk about exploits once again people with yeah. your 3k figure legendary shards out here say goodbye because they're they're finally um they're they're depreciating them starting with the final shape as they Wild. announced in this uh announced in this uh what was it this was last week's yeah uh twa. this would have been on the 14th um but yeah, I'll, I'll just read this. I'll just read uh, through this thus verbatim here um, uh, as they, they name the this part. It's shard to say goodbye. I don't know if it's actually that hard. If I'm being honest, I don't know if it's that hard for me yeah. to say guy. I'm, I'm cool with them going, but uh, well, I'll get more into that. Um, Destiny 2 Kyrie team here. As many Destiny 2 players already know, legendary shards have long been an unstable part of the economy in Destiny 2. I agree. Um, some players have more than more than they would ever be able to spend, while others struggle to earn enough to engage to engage with the systems require shards as a cost. Yep, this has constantly come up, right? Of like them having to reshift currencies or reshift costs of things because you know people there's people who you know have been playing for years and years, um, and you know either just have a ton of those currencies already, right? Just from playing a lot or, you know, there was multiple times where again, there was exploits found of like people being able to infinitely pull stuff from collections for zero and get a bunch of shards and you can just set up a macro to like do that. And then end up with three figures of, you know, literally a hundred thousand plus legendary shards and never have to worry about them ever again. Cause they were just, you know, a currency that was like constant, and always needed. Um, so I've, I've definitely found myself, you know, I'd say in more recent years, just because of the act of playing, I've never really felt like I've ever had a scenario where I'm like so low that I am like struggling with them. But I also like, you know, have, you know, I'm very selective with them in terms of this at the point I am in the game. Cause I just have all the stuff I'd really want. Right. That first um, round of iron banner focusing, that was a hundred legendary shards, a fucking focus. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I lost all of mine then. Trying to get that, <laughs> yeah. That damn auto rifle I never use. So yeah. Like, let uh, me... I've 
built back up to 10,000, I think. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say, I'm about to look. I think I'm around 15K legendary. Yep, I have 15,249 uh, legendary shards currently. So, like, I am pretty good on them overall. Um, 11,593. Um, this often made it hard to find legendary shard costs that would feel impactful to players, while also ensuring that the content that did require legendary shards can be enjoyed by all players no matter how long and how or how much they play so yeah that's again always that's been a struggle i feel like we, we've definitely talked about that in previous episodes of the show uh there's been so many times where they you know legendary shards are a thing but they're they can be tricky to come by and it takes a, a good while to accrue them so it'd be hard for like a newer player who has like you know think of a new player who's like trying to like collect weapons or like want to yeah. do do these things and like you know focus stuff like they have so little of that stuff to like work with where like me i you know we 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 played for years and like we're able just to crew these over time and play through eras of games that like didn't necessarily require them as much as they can be required for like focusing and stuff now so it's yeah it's a tricky thing to, to balance so i kind of get why they're they're just getting rid of them I think it's, it's, just, it's. I think it's. I think it's just like personally. I think it is ultimately also like a good time because, you know, more more than ever, like Final Shape is going to change this game a lot. I think. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like I, it's hard for me on the outside in, and obviously I I know nothing of of economy, especially in game development. Mm-hmm. But like, I legendary shards are going. Enhancement cores are staying. Right. Like it's like. I feel like if if you had taken enhancement cores out and made legendary shards do what they do in their place, right? So it's like right. any legendary weapon you get, you can crunch and get some shards there that you can do crafting or this or that or whatever. And now it's like, yeah. okay, now we're, we're shifting the, the bottom line, right? We're shifting it up another beat. So now the minimal... Thing for a lot of the things that legendary shards were good for is, is going to move to enhancement cores yeah. uh, and glimmer yeah. which glimmers we've talked about the responsibilities that glimmer has taken on in the last couple years and it's yeah it's a lot it's a lot um, i really think they need to i really think with this change they need to increase the the, the glimmer cap the glimmer cap so i think sure. i think it's time yeah and and i think they might have the bandwidth now on a technical level to do something like yeah. that uh, right, like the change in masterworks for guns, allowing them to add origin traits and essentially a third active perk, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. So I, I, I don't know if there's like trade-offs that they are building and shifting things around to in the background. Right. Um, yeah. And and I, I think maybe they'll tell us at some point. They've been very good about communicating that stuff. Yeah. I just worry about like the new bottom line being enhancement cores how that's going to... I, I worry we're just going to be in the same position in a few months after this change. I mean, I'm totally fine with seeing it. I'm not going to sit here and back, backseat game dev here, but I, I agree that, like... Yeah. Oh, you, you need 30 legendary shards to craft this gun. It's like, new players don't see a purple item for, like, hours. Yeah. And that's no legendary and they, get, and, they get, and they get four from that, so they still have to crunch, like, what, like, eight or ten guns to even... Yeah. afford one of those so once you're max level whatever who cares you're getting powerful ingram drops and prime ingram drops and all seasonal vendors and stuff like that sure yeah. but like i do agree that it is a big hurdle for brand new players to 
be expected to have at least like a 500 legendary shards to just toss around yeah um so it's good i i think this is fine you don't need them like i know people are upset that they're gonna lose their twenty-two thousand legendary shards you don't need them yeah yeah if, if you've been sitting on this like sizable amount for this long like you don't need them because like you're you're, clear, you're not using them so they're just sitting there it's just like a big it's just a big number in your in your inventory screen so it makes you happy and i get yes. that like i i, I do get i have plenty of big numbers <laughs> in my inventory screen too and i go like yeah cool all right but like you know after a certain point like does like you know there are so many big numbers in the game that like it doesn't matter and it's fine like yeah plenty of other things to to look at and and enjoy um but yeah um they go on here to say let's see um yeah this is where they were at so um couple of the legendary shard um wealth disparity with the fact we have seen more than a few loopholes player found to farm our guards to Raul and the evil Levante as well as uh the recently more recently to Ikora so yeah they have that's they're talking about all the, the weird exploits people have found over the years to just literally get free enhanced shards to, to blow mm-hmm. up those things. Uh, we've made the time, we have made the decision that it is time to simplify the economy by removing this currency from the game. For a long time now, it's been our goal to make the game easier to understand and to reduce the bloat of currencies, consumables and items while ensuring the players feel like, their time is valued for how long they've spent playing the many activities across the game. Sometimes we get this right, sometimes we don't. We always learn. I, I, I would agree with that, because I would also say, like, you know, there's always that thing, right, of, like, they say this, but then they also... Cat Cam. Cat Cam. Sorry, Elsa. Now you're fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this the... Um, it's... And so they always say this, but then like literally the season they like did the weird three hive currencies to do the different difficulty tiers. Um, and now they they're are just, basically trash. They just throw yeah, that at they you. Just throw that, they, yeah, they just throw these at you and that's fine. And like, they're, they're easy to acquire, but it is just like, they feel just like an extra, like one of those sets of currencies that'll, that'll like be here for this period of time. And then like not matter. And like, and like, you know, like week like week one of the new se- next season like they don't matter anymore pretty much um so, anytime i get up i'm just letting my cat out for anyone no oh yeah um but let's see here um <clears throat> so let's continue let's continue here um as much as we know how bad it is it, how bad it feels to have currencies that you've amassed over a long period of time wiped away, please know that we don't make the decision to remove them lightly. We truly believe the removal is the best interest of both the game and the players. As you will see below, we are doing our best to ensure that the removal of legendary shards is not a point of pain, but rather the removal of a barrier. I think that's a good, I like, I like putting it that way. Like it is, you know, it, it should, you know, it's, them removing it is like not necessarily that like oh like you know they're being replaced by something else more convoluted it's now they're just going to be gone and now they you just have other things they like you said like potentially more things will fall in the weight of enhancement cores or just glimmer as a whole mm-hmm. um and they go on a little bit into this to show like what some of the stuff is going to cost um in this next part here but um they say the path to a world without legendary shards uh starts in season 23 so that's next season Um, The first thing we will do is remove all legendary shard costs from the Monument of Lost Lights. 
uh, Glimmer, Exotic Cipher, and Spoils of Conquest remain the same uh, with the only legendary shard cost changing. So that's pretty cool. So that means now they'll have one less currency to cost for like getting those exotics out of that kiosk. You still need them. Yeah. I think I think that is a pretty good change there. Yeah, thinking about you know. that, that's dope. You still need a cipher, which yeah. are easier to get now, but Yeah, they're easier to get now, so um that's that's nice at least. Um and then they say this should help new returning players unlock weapons they may have missed more easily than ever before. Yeah, that's I think that's good to do because yeah, more now more than ever we're always that's all, always constantly getting new and more weapons in there um, from each from every season expansions and stuff. So um, now there's just tons and tons of weapons in there. It's, that's that's a lot to ask for them to get these. Like you said, get a cipher can take a little while, and then also getting the, the amount of legendary shards needed for each weapon is just it's a daunting. Yeah. Um, so now there's, now it's just simple where it's like, get Glimmer, get Ciphers, and if you really want the raid exotics, you have to go do some raids, but you know, that's, now you know what you're doing to get that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so now next on, they go down to say here, secondly, we returned our eyes towards ritual gear focusing, fully removing legendary shards from there as well. Starting in season 23, non-adept focusing will cost ritual engrams and Glimmer only. Focusing adept weapons will still require seven wins and trials, uh, trials passages, or nightfall ciphers. So that's cool. It's just gonna be glimmer and ingrams. Um, so yeah, they they go on to say the just the amounts here. So they say like a new ritual weapon, um, you can just pop a ingram and it's free. Um, standard ritual pool pool weapons. So that means I think this means like if you know when you go into the ritual menu and you see like the, the lineup of guns, yeah. if you select one. It'll be three engrams or five hundred or five thousand glimmer. Um, uh, ritual pool armor will be the same. Uh, legacy weapons will be five engrams and fifteen thousand glimmer. And legacy legacy armor, iron banner weapons, um, or legacy armor will be that same five engrams, fifteen hundred glimmer. Then iron banner weapons and nightfall weapons will be five of one of those uh, respective respective. Uh, uh, Engrams and twenty five thousand glimmer. Then we have um, adept weapons. Those will be one engram, fifty thousand glimmer, and ten nightfall ciphers for an adept nightfall weapon. And then uh, adept trials weapons will be one uh, trials engram, fifty thousand glimmer, and a seven win trials passage. Um, so yeah, there you go. Um, I, I still hope maybe they can increase the amount of nightfall ciphers you can hold because you can't really get yeah. a lot of those. Right now, right right now, still, but um, ultimately, this is fine. You know, that's you know, I, I again, just you know, it's pretty much the cost they were now, just minus legendary shards. So, yeah, I like the. If you want to ask me the the consumables that I, I think should be on the chopping block, it's all all these new ones for uh, playlist specific things like nightfall ciphers and still and stuff like that. Yeah, and spoils of conquest. We can just get rid of those. I, yeah, I I I, I kind of am with you, them. or just like, or just like make them make them not so scarce. Like, let me just run. Yeah. Let me just let me just run any dun- any raid for a week, and let me just start creating these. Or so, dungeon, or like yeah, 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 like yeah, like have them beyond dungeons too. Yeah, because yeah, because it's just I I definitely am very spoil broke right now, trying to like keep up with. Yeah. Like wanting to get like some crafted weapons or like pulling stuff out of the the raid chests and like you 
you know, I know like I could go do like one farming session, but that's still just, that's still asking, I think, a so lot. Time, to just to do one very, like the, like the one of like three spoil farms. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just a lot right what, now. Three, three spoils a run for that, right? Um, I think, th- yeah, I think for like legacy stuff, but I think on the new current raids, you get five. Okay. So like you could you could farm ear you could do you could do like ear ute farm and get like five per completion, which is still yeah that's still gonna take a good while. So brutal. Still a lot considering just how many raid weapons there are for crafting now and um yeah I think they need to the, either rethink that or like have those be a more uh, more abundant. I don't yeah, think that would like... be that that big of a deal to have them more more available to earn through various yeah. things. That's the one currency that I feel like I've always had the most beef with. I it it is understandable why it exists. I think right. maybe like a a token system where it's like you get ten up to ten tokens and you just get one every time you do one of those types of encounters and one to one and ten to one for the the exotics and the the kiosk maybe just mm-hmm. something that like br- brings the numbers down and makes each run more objectively useful. Um, but I, I, again, I understand that that is a complicated thing and, and you don't want someone to just roll in, run, you know, Rolk from a checkpoint and then just farm, just like pour all of their glimmer right into forbearance and just have the best gun in the game right right off the get. Like, I understand it, it. It's not that it doesn't make sense. I just, I wish that there was a more elegant system. Around it. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I definitely think they can, they can, they can t- t- do something better. With like trying to acquire, just like let us get more of that currency from more sources. I think is really would be the the quickest and easiest thing to me personally. Just um, make them more easily available through like a bunch of different raids. Um, You know, instead of just like right now, what it's like the current, the most current raid, and like what when the weekly raid is up. Um, Yeah, maybe maybe add it to the rotation. Right, we're like, hey, when when a raid is in rotation, make it make it so it has even more like yeah. increased drops from those or like when you finish the, a run of that do a full run of that raid you get like a bigger drop of those at the end or something yeah like something like that, that could work like right like especially considering like you think about like you know we're gonna get another new raid well probably i would assume next season we'll probably get like another set of reprised craftable raid weapons because that's what they've been doing yeah. so far right where they did Vog is deep stone next, right cib so. Vog. it's could be Vog or garden because i think those are the two that are left Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it could be garden. <clears throat> yeah, I could see, I could see it being garden. I w- I wouldn't mind going back in a garden. I like I like garden. I like that fusion rifle so much. Yeah, what was it reckless oracle or something like that? Yeah, it's a good reckless fusion. oracle. And then um, good fusion. Uh, there's an auto in there that's also real. yeah, some good weapons in there for sure. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, I think they need to do something because then you now you're gonna have another set of craftable weapons from that raid and then final shapes to come out and that's going to be a new raid with whole new stuff too. Like mm-hmm. there's just now there's going to be literally almost every raid. The game has a full set of craftable weapons to go chase and you can hold what, like a hundred, some 240, 240 total spoils, which is, which is a lot, which I don't, I don't just, think, I, I don't think I've ever, I don't think since spoils have been a thing I've ever had that full amount. Well, of did you packs. buy anything from the kiosk? Um, well, no, I mean, I mean, like, since spoils have been a thing, I don't think I've ever had 
a like full max amount of 240 in my inventory. Well, you need, I ask because you need 240 to buy any of the raid. Um, any of the raid ones. So, yeah, I don't think so I have. You have always on time or Teraba or anything. I can't because I because bought... I, I got all always on time before it went into the kiosk, okay. and then like yeah, like I've not Acrius and Teraba have been in that that kiosk this whole time. I've never gotten them because I don't think I've ever gotten because up to that. This sucks. Yeah, because it's just <laughs> yeah, this sucks. Yeah, because it's just, it's, it's a slog trying to get all the all, that amount of that currency. But like. Then, when I got Anarchy in Season of Splicer, right, when we were farming Vog, and I was just trying to, like, farm Vex every week, uh, and then just eventually accumulated enough, right? I think back then, there was nothing else. Yeah, to it was for. just for those those previous legacy exotics. Yeah, exactly. You could focus spoils into the random crates at the end, or reroll right. guns. Yeah, you're right. But there was no point in doing that at that time, because it's like, you know, what? Why? There, there's just no point. Yeah. Uh, you're you're spending twenty spoils per potential decent roll. Yeah. Um, so that was a much different environment to spend those spoils in and to save up to max. Imagine saving up for a teraba now. Like, yeah, it's too player. Too much to spend that stuff on. It's too much stuff. Like literally, yeah. What like almost every raid besides gardening. Uh, garden in uh, fog don't have craftable weapons, so like you can I focus every... in fog. But yeah, garden's the only one that there's just nothing to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> right now. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I literally the only thing I want to spend spoils on are like red borders at the end of chest now. Like I don't care about getting those two last raid exotics out of the kiosk because you know there's just so many of those weapons. I st- I still don't have. Yeah, there's still a lot I'm missing just from you know because i can't there's still just so many to go still get or you know i usually will spend spoils on specific things and then only have so limited time mm-hmm. um but yeah that's uh that's 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 that um so yeah anyways um spoil spoils spoils need some some changes and i hope they they come in the soon here um, but they're, yeah, if they're looking at legendary shards. They're looking at everything. Yeah, That's they're definitely they're definitely looking. Yeah, it, it definitely seems like yeah, the economy in general is like they're kind of a big focus right now. Um, but yeah, they, here here they're going to say you know this like you know, they said like a lot of the legendary shard cost will be removed from from like the more general things in the game. I definitely recommend people like what I've started doing is going to the um, Rahul and like buying the weekly stuff more because he he has like ascendant alloys. And ascendant uh, shards, and then even enhancement cores, you can buy with legendary shards for a certain amount each week, or like buy, buying glimmer from him and stuff. So like, if you want to st- start using that stuff more liberally, because it's it's going to be gone entirely as we're going to go on here in this blog when the final shape releases. So mm-hmm. uh, you want to maximize that stuff as a as a sicko destiny player like ourselves. Want to start probably going to Rahul to get some of those currencies each week. Um, but yeah, here we go. I'll, I'll continue here with this. It says, with the release of the final shape, legendary shards will no longer uh, will be no no longer in Destiny Two. We're removing all the remaining legendary shard sources and costs from the game, which include collections, trials, passages, rituals, vendor purchases, and many more. And to be totally clear, we will not be offering a currency exchange for stockpiled legendary shards. The goal of removing le- legendary shards is to make Destiny 2 a more approachable excuse me, and fair experience for all players. 
This is why we are not raising glimmer prices for items and adding replacement costs to things that previously needed legendary shards. Legendary shards will also disappear from the currency bar in your inventory will now only show glimmer, silver, and bright dust. Um, they had an edit here, which is interesting. Um, that same day, um, and it says, we see the feedback on legendary shard removal regarding glimmer and the prices is a focusing. As a part of this change, we'll also be increasing drops of glimmer, ritual engrams, iron right. banner engrams, and materials of other kinds across many parts of the game. Um, so that's good to hear. Even more drops of that stuff. Um, is always a good thing. And Glimmer in general, again, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely was my first thought coming out of this was still just like, yeah, they really should just up the, up the Glimmer, up your Glimmer count. I think it'd be nice. It used to be 99,000 too. So it's already been upped once. Yeah. Remember that? Did I unlock it? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't, I didn't remember it going that high, to be honest, but I remember uh, it was. was 250,000 now. Yeah. That's uh, always what I remember it, it as. Be, it used to be what 25,000 and then 50,000 and then 99,000 I think and then it got to 250 I I think you know it's been a while I don't remember what it was in D1 I think it was 25,000 back then Hmm. Um, but yeah Yeah, I honestly didn't remember it was ever that low years and years ago I I know (laughs) it's crazy to think about Um, it's also like funny to think like legendary shards were a thing that were introduced in Destiny 2, right? That was like a simplification of the economy versus planetary materials in Destiny 1. Um, mm-hmm. You just kind of had like this general do stuff and get stuff mentality. Uh, same with like upgrade modules. Uh, right. But those are probably, and I'm thinking about it because, you know, with, they still have to talk about like leveling and some of like the, like the Pathfinder stuff they talked about like like months yes. ago, I feel like le- upgrade modules will also be a thing going away here in the near future as well. Um, or repurposed part of that, maybe. I don't know. I, I would personally just rather see them go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. But um. But yeah. Um. Here here they go on to say um, uh, this is an early look at the plans and final values that are still being tweaked. Our goal is to put greater emphasis on earning rewards by playing Destiny the way y'all want. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. I will say, like the thing I've in recent uh, weeks and you know with the last two seasons, I really liked a change in how they give rewards is letting us do any of the ritual activities as much as we want to get the 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 weekly rewards yeah. rather than having to do. Or like you know, for a while it was three strikes, three crucible matches, three game of matches, which is not which was not a lot. But that was also like just like pinnacle rewards. But now they're exotics, uh, which is which is which is nice. But yeah, like you can literally run if you wanted, you could run nine strikes or play nine crucial matches in a row and get all three of those exotic rewards now. Like that's how it works now. It's or great. if you really wanted, you could play nine gambit matches. No, in a row. I'm actually I'm okay on doing nine gambit matches. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty alright. Um, great way to spend your Saturday afternoon. <laughs> I'd rather get, I'd rather, ladies. I'd rather get DDoSed out of the game entirely as I continue. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm just kidding. I'm a, I'm Where are you going, sister? <laughs> Come back. Oh, we're disconnected. Come Never back, mind. Please. DDoS. Yeah. <laughs> baboon error. Um, but here, here, here they go on to say here, they're also upping some of the, um, dismantle, um, amounts you get. Um, but there, the main, the main thing is like, you know, they're, they're glimmer rewards. I honestly don't know if how, what I honestly would have to go look at what those glimmer rewards are now in the game. Yeah. Cause I don't remember yeah. what that, the big thing to point out is they are upping the, 
percentage chance of enhancement cores dropping from these things. Um, cause, yeah. uh, armor, legendary armor will now have a 25%, uh, chance to drop an enhancement core. Exotic armor will have a 60% chance. Um, and then legendary weapons will also have, and then legendary weapons and exotic weapons are the same, where legendary will have 25% chance in enhancement core. Exotics will have a 60% chance as well. So that's, that's cool to hear. Um, more, more ways to get those more easily. Um, and last, lastly, they go on to say, uh, you may also note that ships and sparrows are not listed above. This is because we plan to remove the cost to pull these items from collections to allow players to freely change up their style when they please without worrying about any spending of any of their currencies. But in doing so, we need to also remove their dismantle rewards. So that's that's an interesting all one with all the ships in their vault. Yeah, because so that's what I was gonna say. That was that was a long time. That was a long like you know. Destiny hardcore like trick early on when you had to like you know grind for pinnacles to like and get a bunch of stuff people would throw a bunch of ships in there in their like uh in their um in their inventories or, or the vaults and stuff and just use them to stock up glimmer glimmer a bunch so they could just when they needed when they'd run out of glimmer on something they just go to their inventory and now they do it so that's that kind of exploit or whatever you want to call it I don't really think it would made that much of it massive difference in some regards personally. Um, yeah. now it's just gone. So like, I think that's fine, whatever. Cause now you can just pull the stuff instantly and just have it. They're cosmetic rewards. Like it's, it's never been a thing where they were really tied to like having value and currency, like actual in-game currencies to yeah. them. I think that's Agreed. pretty normal now for games in general. So I think that's, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> and then lastly, um, they keep they keep mentioning this, so I'm just waiting for them to finally give us the deets. But you know, um, as as a uh, Destiny Two game director Joe Blackburn has mentioned, the final shape was for everyone's favorite Jovian Zer receive a big a bit of an update. We're not ready to pull back the curtain on all of that quite yet, but just know that with the removal of legendary shards, Zer will be looking for some alternative forms of payment for his wares. Um, so Which we I, know will be strange coins. But... Yeah. So I'm kind of guessing, like, I'm guessing they're just going to make Xur, uh-huh. like, what I, I could see them doing, I mean, you know, I wonder if they'll take away the idea of him, like, showing up everywhere, and now he'll just be a part of that, like, 30th anniversary stuff, and, like, mm-hmm. they want to, like, now have him, like, you go basically to him in the 30th anniversary, like, place that he's in now, and, like, you now will have, like, stuff you can get from them that way. And then that's, and that will tie back into like the, doing the, the things to get the legendary or the, the zircoins and other stuff from that and make that, that like activity, like kind of, you know, worthwhile again. Cause that, that's, you know, that's the thing I've, like, I've, I want to say they said this, like this was a long time ago, you know, when they, I, I think this is when they originally, when like they originally put in the game or before witch queen, and people were like, well, is this going to be part of the, the the stuff that gets sunset, you know, for the seasonal stuff? And they were like, no, this is staying, and we have plans for it in the future. And they said that, like, when that happened. And now, you know, now it's like almost two years later, <laughs> and they haven't done anything yet, but, like, I think maybe this is when they finally maybe come back to that again, where maybe they they make, make Zer like a vendor for this activity in a bigger way and have that activity maybe matter more and it's and like have like doing those co- coins and currencies and other things like that um matter 
Um, but I guess we'll yeah. see. Um, the, could be interesting. I don't, I don't know if they'll go that far. I think they could, it could also simply just be that like now he shows up. And if you want to get an exotic from him, you have to have a certain amount of strange coins. Good luck. <laughs> and you go, well, okay, I guess we'll have to run this stupid thing again to get, you know, to get just some currencies. I, 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 I guess that's just the ultimate point of like, if, if they do something like that, where like they have to make strange coins matter again, um, in that capacity, I hope it comes alongside like making, that activity you have to run and go get them for interesting again and not just kind of being the same thing it has been all this time, right? Or it's just been the same encounters in the same style of activity for so, for so long. I mm-hmm. like would love to see them like maybe like, you know what, if they add, if they're willing to put dark cabal and hive guardians in gambit next year, like put freaking, those guys in that that Days of Eternity thing as well, and like mix up some of like the enemy encounters, or, or like add a new the boss or the, the Taken or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like I think they could mix up those encounters in uh, things in, in a fun way that could make that worthwhile again. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like strange coins are just. I guess it would be weird if there were two types of strange coins, but yeah, they might just become more ubiquitous. We'll have to see. I, I, it would be cool if like Zer had something more different and substantial or significant about him. Like, hey, maybe he has a random crafted pattern, like a whole ass pattern every week for for people that missed it or something like that. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Excited to see. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um. So that, but yeah, that's largely yeah. Legendary shards. Uh, they're they're going away. They're going to be slowly kind of filtered out next season, and then they'll be gone entirely with the final shape. Rip. Big not, deal. Not really. I'm not, I'm not really, you know, like, oh, no, I'm, I'm yeah, ruined. Yeah, I'm not it's, losing anything. Here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. I will, you know, spend spend the ones I have now and just, you know, lower them and, and move on with my life once they're, once they're gone from the game is basically kind of yeah. where I'm at. Um, so they, in, the, in this here, they go on to like talk about a little bit about the, the, the Crota numbers about the first weekend and the 40 hours. I'm going to skip over that. And, uh, this is, this has already been implemented in the game, but it was good to know that they, they increased some drop rates of the, the over the essences and of, of the oversoul that you needed. Um, so here I'll, I'll explain, explain how it works for basically it's, uh, for starters, your first full clear of Crota's Ends each week will now provide two guaranteed essences of the Oversoul, the guaranteed weekly drop from defeating Crota, an additional drop guaranteed for beating each encounter in order to, for, in order from start to finish. Um, then, every time you do a full clear, you'll earn an additional guaranteed essence, so there's now a way to farm them. We are also trying to increase the drop rate of random essence of Oversoul for repeated clears of each encounter, so you can now earn those more per try. Um... Mm-hmm. And then finally, have finally we're, we're adding a chance to strike it lucky and earn all the essence in order to complete the both the exotic uh, necrochasm quest and the catalyst. Awesome! And taking Crota down during a full run, just like getting an exotic drop. So that has been added to the game, and I have seen that people have like pointed that out where like they literally get you you like beat Crota and you just get like thirty some oversoul like instantly. Awesome! And it's like that sounds pretty rad. Like because like so you said, cool. it is basically just how it works in an exotic. Now. So yeah, that's cool. Like. It's easier to get those now just by do, doing a full run, but you can also like have increased RNG chances at them per run. Uh, and so if you got cool. like six people that are like, hey, or you know, four people that have a couple friends that are like, 
can we just run Crota over and over again, 45 minutes of run, knock this out for like three hours so I can get these last few oversouls I need. And yeah. you can get random drops in addition to that along the way. Yeah, I, I think this is a great system. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it as well. Um, I'm glad it's happening. You know, again, that's why I tried to do some rating today, but this is unfortunate that the the yeah. connection errors not, are going not on. Their fault. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not really. It's not just, really anything. They're they're doing there. Um, that's but that's uh, that's unfortunate. But yeah, that's that's largely was the TWAB this week. There are some other things in here, but I but I think uh, we can move on to this week's TWAB. Um, which also had some some fun things to talk about. Um, the you know let's talk about as we mentioned the crafting. Uh, they kind of get into they have a big deep dive here. Um, I'm gonna try and skim through it because it is like a lot of like in the weeds sort of stuff. Um, but you know it's still a lot of interesting things to talk about. Uh, regardless, um, and so there we go. The crafting, a larger problem than anticipated. Am I right? And they so said, "Aim it." It's the yeah, gun. That's right. Good, good, good pun there. Um, hey, guardians! This week has been a week. Am I right? They did it again. Uh, there you go. As Very some members product, of the community have dubbed it, the crafting, the issues that allowed exotic and legendary via weapon crafting to be uh, Frankenstein into something ungodly and powerful with certainly a doozy. Was certainly a doozy. That's right. I forgot that was also a thing where you could take the perks of um, the uh, some of the exotics, like specifically um, the messenger. I think it's what's called dead messenger, um, and put that on things. So I saw people with like forbearance, three three spread shot arc explosions, a chain reaction, and you know that that's how they're also that's what they're also doing with the the aramite where they have the aramite fusion and they put the grenade launcher into it so it'd shoot a grenade out and just do crazy damage because it's like that... the Ikelos with um the poison rounds yeah plus, like, yeah shot from osteo like, yeah so wild yeah so that's that's been uh that was that was again madness definitely go look up madness. clips if you've not you've not you've not seen any of that stuff um while fun for a while our priority will always be to ensuring the long-term health of the game um, our teams worked hard not to only get the appropriate fixes in place, but also to communicate with you each time a strides towards a fix were made. So we saw a lot of players ask, why not just do a question mark? And we thought this might be a good opportunity to show why issues like this aren't always as simple as they seem. Uh, to continue the transfer, we got folks from various departments that worked on the issue here to give a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, let's dive right in. Um, so let's get into this here. Yeah. Um, a previous bug allowed stale data from other crafting recipes to bleed over, which allowed crafty, crafty players to move traits from one recipe to another. We learned about this problem on Friday and worked over the weekend on both a short-term content fix and a longer-term code fix. Um, at Bungie, we say that the teams are stronger than heroes, and that was exemplified in this weekend's work. Engineering, design, test, and leadership we're all involved every step of the way. For our short-term fixed, we have a live update process, or they say an LUP, um, which can be used to modify content in the live game. However, content and code are two different things. The bug itself was in code. While we worked on both solutions in parallel, we prioritized possible content-only solutions that would fix enough of the issues to give us more time to work on a excuse me again, on the code solution. 
Other than only supporting content changes, LUPs also have other limits. LUPs have limits on the amount of content that can be changed. However, we do not have a method of predicting the size of each element of the content fix. This requires to build a live update which contained the changes and then see if it was above or below the size limit. LUPs only allow to modify existing content. They now allow us to add new content objects as part of the fix, i.e. we can update existing text in an Excel sheet but not add new rows. That's a kind of a little example they give. LUPs only support changes that affect the UI in very specific ways. Only a single LUP can be active at once, and we have to include all new and previous LUP changes as a whole. So I think the LUPs you can look at as like also as like, hey, when they need to disable a thing for a period of time, that's yeah. probably where how they do this, and that's uh, um, also how they thing, you know they do that kind of stuff. Um, uh, due to limitation number one, we knew we needed to constrain the size of the LUP. However, the scope of the problem was vast. All crafted perks were potential problems, as well as previous crafted weapons, as well as every crafted weapon. Um, we obviously could not disable every weapon in the game, so we decided to do it on two options. Disable crafted or enhanced weapons, and disable perks from being active on crafted or enhanced weapons. The first step was to create get, was to, to create get, gating logic that would only apply to perks on crafted and enhanced weapons and could be easily toggled on and off in case something went awry. Uh, since we can only edit existing content and not add new content objects, and we needed to support both crafted and enhanced weapons, uh, which are quite different in their internal construction, this also looked like it would be uh, what took a while to create and test. So basically, like they're saying like they had to account for crafted and enhanced and um, weapons being adjusted and also things that were like already made that like players already made um, and all the perks that were available on them. It's absurdly complicated. Yeah, absurdly complicated <laughs> is basically the best way to put it. Definitely stuff that's like over our, a lot of our heads. So wild. Yeah. Um, after a number of false starts... We landed on a working set of logic that incorporated both options and began to evaluate them in a test environment before pushing them to the live game. We started by testing the first option that disabled equipping the weapons, but quickly ran into issues. Weapons that were equipped appeared to be disabled in the UI, but some behaviors of the weapons were still active. We didn't have the time to test whatever leaving those behaviors active was safe or not. There's an unequipped functionality that exists for items, which we then attempted to use, but discovered it simply did not work. Fixing this will require a code change which LUPs do not support. Mm. With disabling equipping weapons not uh, being a viable path, we began investigating the second option, disabling the perks themselves. Again, when we knew there were LUP limits, we did not know if modifying all the weapon perks could hit this limit. We threw a Hail Mary and decided to gate every intrinsic and trait perk. Uh, we didn't look at other perks like barrels and magazines since we didn't consider them as much of a problem f- for the short term. Um, when disabling the perks, we also set the tooltip behavior of the perks to appear disabled so that players would see a visual indication in-game. As stated earlier, LUPs does not support changes that modify the UI, UI in certain ways, but we did not know this when we were building the, uh, this LUP. The initial LUP attempt failed early. We exceeded some size limits, some of which we only found out at the point of failure, and we failed completely due to them having changes that modify the UI. At this point, we had to start from scratch. Oh my god. 
it's so stressful. I yeah. Know, like, Joe Blackburn put out a tweet that was like, please do not ask how your resident Destiny like weapon uh, developer was over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, pretty and much. And it's like, talk about the most stressful fucking yeah. weekend of life. Seriously, that had been very intense. They're shooting shotguns at Crota with an assault rifle. Yeah, they're killing him. They're doing 10 million damage to this guy. What is happening? We have to get in there Burn and stop it down. This. People are just one sh- like, like one-shotting everybody in PvP with like... Long range weapons. What's happening? Yeah. Um, the, the, so this, you know, this is the point where they started from scratch. To avoid the UI failure, we would simply not modify any existing visibility settings of the perks, since we didn't know how much we exceed the LUP limits. We were running, and we were running out of time for new attempts. We targeted a far more conservative scope of perks that we would gate. Among other issues with this approach, the main problem was that while we had examples of bad combinations of perks, we did not know all of them and we didn't have the time to gather more information. We knew we would miss some and we also knew that if we disabled the most perks, most popular perk combinations, players would simply move on to other combinations. We agreed that this was an acceptable risk as this would not, was not designed to be a permanent fix pretty pretty true i love pretty hearing true. the steps of like them <laughs> so accurate of like yeah. well if we do this they'll just figure some other shit out <laughs> yeah so let's you know but it's not permanent so whatever yeah yeah it's fun it's <laughs> yeah fun. exactly because like you, you, you can tell you can tell yeah that that was totally the conversation here at this point it was yep. just, like, just like what can we turn off for now and just like you know they can do whatever the fuck they want for a couple days mm, and then so funny yeah <laughs> so here we go um, see, the limited perk disabling LUP went fairly quickly. We already had the gating logic and were editing a much smaller scope of content. This LUP was successful and we were prepared to deploy this fix to live game on Sunday. So yeah, that was when they disabled a bunch of perks and specifically like intrinsic yeah. perks and exotics and stuff that made them pretty much pretty much useless. Uh, yeah. I was uh, amazed you could point. still use your crafted weapons. Yeah. I mean, obviously they were, they were terrible at that point. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I was just like blown away by they they were able to not push a full update through like PSN, Xbox, but also mm. disable all these perks on all these guns. So so interesting. Yeah, very interesting for sure. Um although it was not there although although it was an option to kick players from the game when we applied the LUP fix, we chose not to. With LUP deployment succeeded without major issues, we found that weapons that players already had equipped still had their perks active in certain scenarios. United, uh, we did not experience that in our initial testing. Then when we did the rollout starting to get players out of the state, we considered that the LEP was effective enough to let us concentrate on continuing to help the team was, was, who was working on the code to fix. So that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't know that part. That, like people, like I said, the weapons already equipped on them could still kind of use them in some fashion. That's funny, yeah. Yeah. And then I think this is when they start getting the larger fix because they're saying that now they're on the code fix. Uh, we broke down the process into four major parts. Stop the exploit so the new weapons cannot enter the system. Determine how to sieve through all the crafted weapons our players have made and separate the affected weapons from the rest. Determine a good state to move irregularly crafted weapons to so that the player is left with a valid crafted weapon. And find ways to validate that these fix-ups made sense on the many combinations of weapons that are out there that we didn't uh, erroneously modify other weapons. 
Um, as we investigate the issue, team members would join a work chat and provide us with reliable reproduction steps and more insights on the scope of the issue. Did I say how much I love our team? Yeah, the yeah, big one. right. Yeah, because it's literally just a group chat of them just being like, "Yeah, I put, yeah, I put fucking you know volt shot on fucking this Striga or some shit." Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. shit's wild, y'all. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> that that would probably be that's it's that sounds like a fun chat. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, fun. Or they just are just linking clips to like you know YouTubers being like look at this crazy thing you know and just like just share that shit, basically. Um, let's see. As someone focused on the fix, others started to develop our test plan and test cases for validation and developing back backup plans. Um, after our initial fix was written, we ran through many testing scenarios and searched our library of weapons for edge cases to put our fix through. The team would chime in with the scenario and we go through and make sure we handed it appropriately. Our fix would grow and shrink in complexity as we fine-tune the sieve uh, that we sifted through um, every through every weapon. <laughs> Jesus. Um, after we had the fix in a good state, we needed to thoroughly test it using weapons copied from tens of thousands of accounts. On top of that, we needed to wait a way for our team to catch cases where the result did not look correct. A significant amount of manual testing, but also leaned on recent updates to our automation tools to drive reports of all the fix-ups we'd make to weapons and generate summary tables that our experts could comb through. This allowed us to reach a higher confidence level sooner, and finally, uh, we repeated the process until we understood every questionable behavior and scenario and felt confident in moving forward with this fix. There's a fix deployment this week that targets the crafting issue, as always, um, reported that, and that, that's what they put out uh, with uh, Patch earlier this week. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's fun, because like now if you attempt to do that, um, weaseled, right? Yeah, yeah. Literally, arrow codes you out of the game when you try to do that. So funny. So that that is that is that is pretty f- funny indeed. Um, yeah, I mean, like Friday to them learning about this and the community at large, us learning about it as well, right? Obviously, yeah. some people knew and potentially have been fucking around for months, which is very yeah, funny, but, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe there was that one altars of summoning where you saw a man show up and he shot a rocket pistol and it was like what was that oh yeah what the hell you, you didn't think bungee dev logged in what the hell yeah yeah right bungee <laughs> dev with his broken early rocket pistol um but that to thursday when the patch that re-enabled crafted weapon perks went out incredible less than a week yeah they, they less did than a week yeah they definitely again worked through a whole weekend yeah it's pretty be thankful to bungee props this was props them. to them they, they did this so you wouldn't lose your level 1192 mighty mini tool and they did yeah. your rollback oh yeah rollback and you lose like you know you know your depth board and law board's law that i got are your croto yeah. clears or your farming exploits whatever you know they, they let they let that slide so yeah that's it was funny that they like emergency delayed master crota from Tuesday yeah Thursday. they stay they stopped the crota yeah because like that that the, the the patch we just talked about with the oversoul stuff got pushed back as well yeah. Um. So yeah. So like, he still was not a, you know, still pushed that stuff back. But yeah, they had, uh, to get this stuff out, which makes sense. All things um, considered, I think they did a phenomenal job, and I think it's worth noting, like, just since season of the witch has started and that big pivot in the Joe Blackburn video, like Bungie has taken the we need to be on top of our communications thing very seriously. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I think they were they were smart to wait for a new season for a clean break to kind of clearly roll out some different policies and, and different ways of communicating. Yep. Um, 
and I'm sure this probably threw a wrench in Joe Blackburn's first stream or something. Uh, yeah, or <laughs> sure. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I delayed assuming, that a little bit. Um, something, I'm assuming, yeah, if he was he's supposed to be streaming anytime soon or something like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, like specifically when that is going to happen now, but I, I wonder if this like really just threw a whole big wrench in it. Yeah, um, I'm excited to find out, but yeah, I, I just they've been they've been killing it lately. I, I and I think the game is in a great state too, like other than being DDoS. Um, it's it's yeah. just very. I'm enjoying it a lot. So I, I yeah. think they've they hit a second wind that they really needed. So I'm I'm very glad to have that. Yeah, and I'm stoked to see how this season progressed. Yeah, because I'm in, I've been enjoying it too overall. When I when I've been able to play, you know, something you know again to, to talk about playing a bunch of different stuff, right? And it's a lot because of good stuff to play right. It's now. a lot of good stuff to play, but Destiny's still pretty good as it is right now as well. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm I'm all for these changes. Um, so something else they talked about was like this deterministic recoil stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm just kind of skip over that stuff because it's yeah more PvP centric stuff. But that that was an interesting. Like Chris Proctor, the game, the weapons senior lead design uh, did like a big kind of uh, blog about that. And there's like a little video in there for comparison. So if you're curious about I that know, kind of stuff. Like I would I would go check that out. Yeah, I know, like, I think Apex uses deterministic recoil. You know, it's a thing that a lot of first-person shooters are doing now Yeah, for pro-level play and just to kind of have some skill ceiling that, that can be achieved. But I know some people are stoked about this because yeah. recoil's everywhere right now. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's that, that that's a, that's an interesting read, I think, more for, like, your, the PvP heads out there if you want to go check that out in the in the TWAB um, from this week. It was, was the, the 21st. Um, but uh, they go on uh, later in this, in this one to give us details on a cat, a new catalyst coming next season, a long requested one similar. I would say maybe, maybe in the vein of Monte Carlo, maybe, but I would say like just as long throwing, but it's thorn. The hand cannon is getting a catalyst next season. And they even showed us what it is here in the TWAB. So I'll just read it here. Um, so it's getting increased range and stability. You can see in the stats, um, which is I think a big, a big thing for for folks who like. Uh, but basically, it is going to uh, grant bonus range and stability, and then, and then dealing a final blow or absorbing a remnant grants additional increased weapon range as well as increased mobility and handling for a short time. So that's like a big PvP one. Um, I did see another another thing. Uh, uh, people, I saw one of my one of my clan members like posted this in our Discord that um, somebody on Reddit was like, "Oh, I wish to, I also wish I was kind of getting something for PVE as well." And the Destiny Two team uh, subreddit uh, replied with an eyes emoji. So it seems like maybe besides this catalyst, I might be getting maybe some other buff of some kind. I'll make cool. it a little bit more interesting in PVE potentially as well. Um, so we'll have to wait and hear about that as well. Uh, but that's cool. You know, that's yeah. definitely, yeah, I definitely when I feel like I've heard people ask for a thorn catalyst many times uh, over the years. So now it's finally getting one. So cool. Yes. Good Happy on. for you PVPers out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, other than that, over the over the past two weeks, uh, which they, they shouted them out all here in the this TWAB as well, they put out a bunch of like little fun kind of final shape trailers, teasers. I would say that I'd say they're pretty they're pretty standard for what they do for expansions. You know, they have they have one here that is basically a kind of showing off the world and vibes of 
Destination, uh, Destination teaser, teaser of the Pale Heart, and they sh- you know have a bunch of shots going through different vistas and areas, and and the Pale Heart and all looks pretty trippy uh, and cool and interesting. Where you have like crazy uh, mountain cliffside ghost face or like weird faces of characters like carved in giant mountains. Ghost. Giant ghost, yeah, like a weird. There's like one point where there's like a big creepy hand like through a cavern. Like what the hell's going on with that big hand? Skeleton, you know. Yeah, just tons of cool stuff um, there. So that was that was a fun one. And then they did these three teasers, um, also um, showcasing like more like actual like moment moment to gameplay of all the three new supers in action um, and and the aspects as well. Um, these are interesting because they felt like those like weird like E3 like player comms talking over video type thing where it clearly was just like Bungie like I think like some some Bungie like employees like QA, Q, yeah. QA or just whoever trying out these things and they just kind of recorded some reactions to that. Um, they have all through all three there's videos for all three of them of the uh, the warlock stuff which that looked that looked pretty that looked pretty cool like the radiant stuff looked really fun they're showing it in a PvP match and also in some, and I think they showed it like in a PV, each of them were like, it was a PvP match and it was one of the encounters of the ghost of the deep uh, dungeon is kind of what they showed them both like playing in uh, to show kind of them off. You know, the, the, the thing, yeah, like the, the radiant stuff, like they just showed them like, you know, shooting off their thing, you know, the, the hand flicks like billions super fast cause it's recharging super fast. And then like throwing out your grenade and becoming this little like homing bird projectile that like flies around. And then the um the the uh the the, the solar buddy, um, which literally just looks like the, like it looks like a big mortar fireball blast, <laughs> where it's yeah. like which is interesting because you because you have like the three different like the the different buddies now where it's like a yeah the the turret arc turret and then the void kind of leecher, um and now you have like the, the 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 solar like mortar explosion like big blast, um so yeah those those looked fun and. Um, looked cool, look cool kind of in tandem with each other because of you're just like shooting out, you know, homing f- fireballs for you from your grenade or you're just shooting out a big mortar blast while you're in that super or something. So can confirm that the, um, Twilight arsenal is not a DPS meta option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause they, they showed, they showed that, yeah, the, that, that one in action and they showed it against the, 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 the deep dungeon boss and, it was funny to watch all three of them just have like the all three of them grabbed and like let's do DPS and they were just hitting it hitting the boss and Shipping. it was absolutely uh, yeah definitely definitely <laughs> definitely I definitely think I, I'm hoping it was a little bit of sarcasm from the the dev who's playing they're like oh this DPS is crazy but I was like I don't know about you man was it? It was, was it I don't know about that friend but it's still cool though like just to like it's running cool. around with the, with the big a- axe and. Seeing There's him, utility there. Yeah, it's seeing great. them seeing them like use the use the the new aspect with a big shield and like blast somebody away with it and in PvP was also very fun. Um <clears throat> and then the Hunter one was cool as well. Of course that was that made that made me way more stoked for the uh, the the aspect cuz like seeing sure. immediately seeing the Hunter aspect in the in the um what you would call it the the reveal like it didn't it didn't look especially interesting there. But then seeing like them use it like just in a gameplay moment of like oh he just did it up in the like did did a, like a launcher and it just like you know like took out a crowd of enemies with it below below him and still had like a pretty sizable amount of 
range to it, but that looks really cool. And I like kind of the like almost like trick shotty nature of the of the, the of the of the teleporter where they showed him like yeah. he showed him like to snatch a dude at it like some dude was like way up in the air in PvP and he just like flicked it at somebody in the air and caught him with it and then just like got him and like yeah this, they look fun like definitely yeah. that was like a a fun way to show them uh, off uh, there which I was which was which, which was pretty cool <laughs> it was a big fun factor to all three of these that yeah. can't be understated I think yeah very fun for sure um, and yeah. Definitely, definitely worth go checking those out. I'll probably link those, or maybe I'll just have them going over us talking about them here, so people can see the the video form. But um, um, other than that, they 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 shouted out this like low five beats to tie to video they did where they made like a Eris like chilling in a in a in, a, in her uh, study or whatever, yeah, listening some lo fi beats and stuff. That was yeah. kind of silly and fun. Um, <clears throat> they have a cool little thing here, which I I. I I don't know if I'm gonna. I will read through all of it here, um, but but they had like a whole sequence here showing off um, some moments when they were doing like mocap for Eris this season, and mm-hmm. kind of like some of the cinematics and people like that were in those scenes, kind of talking about it. And it's cool because they like show like you know the the actress who plays Eris Morn in like the mocap scene um, in that moment, and then they show like the how it how it you know the, what it looks like in the mocap sequence than what it actually looks like in the game. So that's pretty cool. Um, it's a lot of cool stuff like that in there. Um, so it's always interesting to see some of like little behind the scenes things when they do that. Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, good, yeah. good, good, good stuff in this TWAB this week. Um, in general, um, uh, good stuff. Um, shout out also to this, one of the, the winners, uh, they showed this, this random, uh, small end video where somebody figured out how to, Get a small end and throw it and chuck it. Um, yes. I, yeah, there's an interesting clip there. I don't know how that fully worked because they like are in the, the Leviathan, I, I like onto like, Leviathan. I don't remember how that works, but I don't know. This was uploaded by the Bungie team, so I think this might have been there. Yeah, them just like goof, something they them done. goofing around or whatever. Um, you know, harming harming innocent small and babies. How dare they? Um, <sighs> But yeah, more harmed in the making of this video. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all the that's I think that's all there is for the Destiny Two stuff uh, for the this week's episode. A lot of yeah. a lot of good info and insight uh, from the Swabs, and uh, definitely uh, curious to see how this uh, whole debacle with uh, the connections DDoS. and DDoSing stuff uh, yeah. progresses. But hey, you know if we'll we'll see where we're at. Um, you know, we're just about to take it. You know, day by day, I feel like at this point, we'll see where they are uh, this coming week. Um, housekeeping stuff in general, just, you know, we had, we had, we were off two weeks, you know, that wasn't like fully, fully intentional to be off that long, but, you know, we're, we're always, we always try and do, but sometimes it happens. Um, in the future, though, you know, um, I did, I think I talked about it recently that I wanted to do like a fun kind of one off, like slightly a one off, like build video talking about some builds I'm enjoying using this season. Um, I still want to do that and I'll probably do that in the, like the next week or so. Um, but that's what I'm, that's probably what I'm going to try and do in the future though, is when, if, uh, we do get into a scenario where like, we're probably like, Hey, we don't know. It's not too much crazy to talk about this week, um, this episode, or maybe, maybe we're, we're focused on maybe doing our other show, uh, for other stuff at, at for our main irrational passions channel. 
I'll maybe just put out like a fun video, like chill video. That's like maybe talking about some smaller thing uh, going on in the game. So that way we have less, oh, yeah. you know, downtime sometimes when we have, when it happens, but regardless, you know, I know people will still hang out and listen to us for uh, an episode each week when we, when we, when we get one out there. And so thank you for always uh, hanging out. Yeah. And listen to our, this podcast, us talking about destiny Two. It's always fun to talk about Destiny 2, but it's also appreciated when people come and listen to us. So yeah, it's always yeah. always appreciated. Um but yeah, that that'll do it for this this week's episode. Um thanks everybody, yeah, again, watching here on youtube.com slash helm to tower or hanging out on podcast services wherever you watch or listen. We appreciate it. Feel free to leave us some comments. You know, if you want us to if you know, always feel free to leave us comments about topics you want us to talk about or um, you know, maybe, uh, just, you know, other stuff you would like us to talk about, or maybe a video idea of what you want us to talk about. Um, always feel free to, to leave that in comments or like leave us a rating or something on podcast services. Always appreciated. Um, but yeah, we'll see y'all next time in the next episode. Uh, bye-bye. Bye.